0: Here's something you should know. What it means to sharpen your ax in a business sense and how you can do it. Maintaining a work-life balance keeps getting harder, but it doesn't have to. This is The Big Balance, a podcast for anyone struggling to stay ahead or even just keep up with work, life, and everything in between. Join us each week for practical advice you can actually apply to get a little sanity back in your day. Welcome to a special segment I'm thinking of calling You Should Know. If you're a longtime listener, you know that normally John and I will either break off into tangents or get a bit heated in a a deep topic that we have strong feelings about. And I I think usually we go pretty long as well. Uh, Our our original target was really 30 minutes or less per episode. I don't think we hit that very often. But that's not the idea of this segment. Here, I'm going to run solo and cover just really a single topic in a short and simple, uh, and I would say much more introspective manner than a normal episode would be. And for today's topic what it means to sharpen your axe, and how we do it. So, have you ever had a really rough task that you've thrown yourself into all day, uh, and when you pick your head up hours later, you feel like you haven't really gotten anywhere? What do you do? So you double down, you scrape together a little more energy to stay focused, you work a little bit later into the evening. But again, the next time you look up, same thing all that time gone and all that effort doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere at all. And that's where the panic sets in. Now you're worrying about that looming deadline that's only ever getting closer, and maybe you're starting to really question whether you even have what it takes to get this thing done at all. This is the time you need to stop, collect yourself, and sharpen that axe. The term comes from a story that I use often. There's a hundred different versions out there I'll tell you the one that I use. Once upon a time, there were two woodcutters, let's name them, say, Brian and John. For months, they argued about who was better at chopping down trees. One day, they decided, hey, let's settle this thing once and for all. Let's have a competition. The one with more cut trees by the end of the day is going to be the winner, undisputed champion of the forest. They started and for a while were neck and neck, chopping as fast as they could. About an hour or so in, Brian realizes he doesn't hear John anymore. Looks over, sees John sitting on a stump taking a break. Now, that's a perfect opportunity to pull ahead, so Brian redoubles his efforts, chopping twice as fast as he had been. And it went on like this throughout the day. Every hour or so, John would stop and sit. Brian saw this, kept going, harder than before. For a while, it seemed like Brian was going to win. Early in the day, he had twice as many logs cut as John did. But as the day wore on, his lead began to shrink. John caught up, and then by the end of the day, John's pile was considerably bigger. I don't get it, Brian said. I was working nonstop while you were taking breaks. How could you possibly have cut more logs than me? That's exactly why, said John. Because you never stopped, you never had a chance to rest, and you slowed down without even realizing it. Plus, your axe never rested either, and it got blunted. I stopped to sharpen my axe. I gave myself a break and kept my tool ready to go. Now, what does this mean for us? Look, we all get worn down, sometimes over the span of a single project, sometimes over the course of years in our career. Before long, we get burned out. And I'd say one of the biggest causes of burnout is that we're not recognizing this need to stop and sharpen our axe. Working 12-hour days does not let us do that. Ignoring friends and family to hit a deadline doesn't let us do that. Getting ourselves so deep in this grind mindset that's so popular these days that we can't see the forest for the trees, no pun intended, doesn't let us do that. Taking breaks to avoid burnout is important. Take breaks throughout the day. End your day at a reasonable time. And take those vacation days that you earned – to recharge. But keep in mind, this is only half the equation. Sitting down in and of itself doesn't sharpen that axe. You'll get up after that break, your tool's still going to be blunt. So take that downtime and be productive within it. Think about where you are in your career. Is there anything you can do to solve the things that are stressing you out, that are burning you out, other than trying to overwork your way through them? If there isn't, is there some new skill set that you could learn or a strategy you could try that would help? If the answer is still no, is it time to start looking for a new position that won't burn you out like this? Look, our lives are short. They're not meant to be a grind. So stop. Take a step back from the job you're doing right now and think carefully if you are where you want to be. We're going to take a break and come back to an entirely different topic. Let's talk about performance evaluations and how freaked out we should actually be by them. And here's something else you should know. Your performance evaluations at work do not define your true worth. So my job, we're going through annual reviews. A lot of people get really anxious when it comes to what they're going to hear, what they're going to find out their bosses think about them at this time. It's stressful to sit in judgment. I totally get that. And my boss gets it too and sent an email out to my team that I wanted to share here. She had this to say. Remember that these reviews, nor my or anyone else's assessments, define who you are. All they do is provide a different perspective on your own self-evaluation. It's my job to facilitate your growth, but you aren't here to fulfill my expectations. You're here to fulfill your own. Be confident in who you are and what you're capable of achieving. And She also shared a quote by Adam Grant that I really like. We spend too much time trying to reach other people's standards and too little time defining our own. It's better to disappoint another person than to lead a life that disappoints you. Success is not about meeting someone else's expectations. It's about living up to yours. I love the sentiment. I appreciate that my boss put it out there to us during a process where a lot of managers focus on grinding people down over small performance issues. And I hope you appreciate that sentiment as well. We spend a lot of our day on the job. It's easy to equate a job evaluation to a measure of self-worth, but that's not true. A job eval does not say what a good partner or parent or neighbor you are. It doesn't measure the value that you add to your community. At best, it measures your ability to hit a company operational goal. And a lot of times, not even that. A lot of times, these assessments speak to our ability to hit vanity metrics measures that tell upper management, hey, look what a great job and how awesome we're doing. So if you're stressed out about evaluations at work, I'd recommend going back to an old episode of ours. Another solo up by me without John, actually. Episode 22, back on October 21st, 2021. The episode was about a guy named Brian Dyson who had this to say. Imagine life as a game in which you are juggling some five balls in the air. You name them, work, family, health, friends, and spirit. And you're keeping these all in the air. You'll soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit, are made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will be irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. You must understand that and strive for balance in your life. If there was ever a quote that was more appropriate for this work-life balance show, I don't know what it is, hence recording the episode back in October. But it makes a lot of sense. Again, if we miss a report at work, if we don't get our full eight hours in on any given day, if something happens that would otherwise mar our beautiful performance evaluation, what's going to happen? Is the world going to stop turning? No, the world's going to keep on going. Work is that rubber ball. But if you keep missing family events, if I miss a lot of days playing with my daughter, that's going to irrevocably scar the relationship I have with her growing up. I don't want that. I need to focus and prioritize my relationship with those much more fragile glass balls of family, friends, spirit, community, all these things that are really the important parts of life, all these things that these evaluations don't cover. So if you're intrigued by that, I would say go back and check out that episode. Uh, again, episode 22, back on October 21st, 2021. That's all for today. Join us next week for a normal full episode. And let us know if you like these kind of short, quick hitters. Maybe we make a habit out of them going forward. Thanks for tuning in again to the Big Balance Podcast. And as always, please help us out by liking, subscribing, subscribing. leaving us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts until next time